Greetings and welcome to Jesse I Interviews, episode 16. As always, I want to start by paying my respects to the traditional owners of the lands on which I live and on which I'm recording this, the Wurundjeri and Boon people of the Kulin Nation. Always has been and always will be Aboriginal land. Sorry it's been so long between episodes. Let's just say that the school holidays definitely didn't help the cause. But I'm back with another interview from the late 90s, the era of interviews that really make me cringe the most. I did get a kick out of listening back to this one though and hearing just how enthusiastic I was at the time. This episode features Michael Rose, who I genuinely was a fan of and still am. He plays me some unreleased music down the phone line on this one and I can't say I'm quite as enthusiastic about it now as I was at the time. I've left it in though. As usual, I want to present this interview completely unedited from the very start of the call to the final goodbyes. If you've never listened to the podcast before, please understand that these are not the nicely edited interviews that I would have put to air at the radio at the time, but these are the raw recordings made available in their entirety for interest's sake. So here we go. Jesse I interviews Michael Rose via an international phone call lined up through Heartbeat Records back in November 1999. Michael, okay, so I've got uh, I've got a whole bunch of questions here. This is going to be recorded for uh, airplay on my show over here. It's called Chant Down Babylon. It's a weekly reggae show on Saturday afternoons here in Australia. Yeah. So I'll, I've got it all worked out. I'll just start it as though we're on air now. Um, you ready to go? Yeah. Okay. Right now I have on the line one of the most distinctive singers in reggae music, the one-time lead vocalist for Black Uru, Grammy winner and solo singer extraordinaire. Michael Rose, thank you for joining us here on Chant Down Babylon. Yes, I blessed love, you know. I've got to say, it's an honor to speak to you, Michael. The, the very first reggae album I ever bought on vinyl was Black Uru's Sense of Mia. That's okay. st- still one of my all-time favorite albums. Then, uh, Do you have a favorite album from those Black Uru days? Um, yeah, Red. Okay. I don't know if you like that one. Oh, I love I it. I have songs like Spongy Reggae, Rockstone, Jer- yeah? Yeah, I love that one. Oh, okay. That's probably my second favorite after Sense of Mia. Why, why does that album stand out so much for you? Because in the time, them time the Jamaica did really run red in them time there, you know? Okay. Yeah, so it, it was that, it was, that album was an album where, you know, I couldn't forget the album there, you know? Okay. Yeah, the memory behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, of course, you were singing reggae before you joined Black Uru, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a solo career. That was in, um, in 72, 1972, where I recorded um, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Okay. Uh, um, Freedom Over Me, Club the Barber, mm-hmm. Love Between Us. It came out on the, um, the Observer label. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. So um, how did you uh, sort of get your start in the business? Who was the first person to take you into the recording studio? Um, I want to tell you, you know, the first time I recorded was... Um, in the same time with, with, with Niney, okay. I, I recorded a song for Lee Perry Scratch. Okay. At the time, you know, he was called The Upsetters. Right. You know, I don't know if you know of Lee Perry Scratch. Of course, yeah, I, I know Lee Perry very well. Right, that song was called Observe Life. Okay. Yeah. So why did you decide to become a singer in the first place? How did you get involved with reggae? Well, uh, my brothers, them used to sing, you know, like, you know, because... 
they used to sing like, you know, uh, Christmas carols and, you know, and them things, you know, because um, they weren't like professional singers, you know, like, you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But they used to love it, you know what I mean? Right. You know, so, you know, it does happen that, you know, I became the singer. Right, okay. So, so whereabouts in Jamaica did you uh, did you come from? I grew up in um, Kingston Eleven. You know, they, you know they call it Waterhouse. Of course, okay. Well, yeah. So of course, uh, you from there you worked your way up to the international stage, and then you won the very first Reggae Grammy Award. Um, yeah, along with the, the, the group Black Uhuru. Right. Well, mm -hmm. One thing these days, it seems that the Reggae Grammy doesn't have much real relevance to the reggae scene anymore. Do you think it's the award is still as meaningful as it originally was, or do you think it's sort of lost a bit of focus in the years? Um, well, the, no, I wouldn't say it loses its focus. You know, it's just that um, you know you must find the table will turn. You know, you just have to come to reality. You know, you know, sometimes Bonnie Whalers win it. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying, Jimmy Cliff win it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Ziggy Marley. Sometimes, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, so well, from time to time, you know, different people, you know, gets the Grammy, you know. But, you know, like the first Grammy for reggae was um, the Black Uhuru. Right. You know, but... um. You know, let's see what the future brings, you know. Right. Uh, well, soon after getting the Grammy, you decided to leave Black Uru. Um, what was the motivation behind that move? Well, you see, it's like Black Uru, no, we, we, we didn't have anything verbally. So it's like, um, you know, they decided um, they wanted to do, you know, their thing and I did my thing, you know. Right. So, you know, it's just one of them things that, you know, it's just, uh, pity, you know, it happens that way, you know. Right. What do you think about the fact that Black Uru has continued to go and sort of keeps changing its lineup? Do you still follow Black Uru these days? Um, not really, you know, because you know, I I more pay attention to whatever I am doing right now. Right. You know. Well, I mean, since leaving Black Uru, you've put out numerous great solo albums. Most recently, the uh, Bonanza album out on Heartbeat. How are you finding right. the reception to the new album? How do I find the reception? Yeah. Well, um, it just came in two weeks now, so I don't even know. But I, I know that um, I heard Josh told me that it's doing well in in, in over in, in in between England and Europe somewhere there. Okay. So you know. Right. Well, I'm I'm certainly a big fan of the album. I think it's got some real killer tunes. Uh, my yeah. favorites are Ganja Bonanza, Chado, oh. Jaja Never Fail I. But right. for me, the standout is really Youths of the Ghetto. I love that tune. Oh, Help. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, you, you see, we always have to sing about the, the, the ghetto and the youths, them, you know, because that's where all, all the guns and everything start from, the banging, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we always have to sing about the ghetto because when the youths in the ghetto cry, it's like, boy, it's a big cry from a long time. Right. So. You know? Do you have a favorite tune on the album? Um, yeah. Which one is that? Ganja Bonanza. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, the album came in for um, quite a bit of criticism on the internet when it was released. Uh, some people, even uh, Guillaume Bogard over at Taboo One, who's done uh, your album Ex Uru, uh, he criticized the albums, and uh, some people felt that there were too many reworkings of the old songs and not enough new material. But wh why did you decide to redo all the old tunes that you did? Which, which, what do you 
an old tune. What do you mean by that? Well, there's some people that felt that uh, these were there some tunes on there that had been done before, um, but you just remixed, uh, done, done over. No, you mean like Bogus Batch. Well, right. Well, 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 that was a single that I did, and it didn't come out on an album. And, you know, I just think, well, this is the time for it. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, some of the... And, and, and you know, people have their opinion. People can, you know, I'm hoping for critics, you know. I'm an artist, you know. I, I'm always been criticized. Right. And um, you see, the thing is that, you know, when you're an artist, you have to be hoping for these things. People will say all, all kind of things. Right. It's just, it's just the artist in himself have to just don't lose yourself, you know, just be neutral at all times. Mm-hmm. For things like these, you know. Right. Well, you know, because, you know, Babylon will have your opinion, you know. <laughs> it's just that I and I know the well, the work of the Guan, and we just have to keep the fire burning. Yes. Well, the other criticism that uh, that was on the internet that I heard was uh, relating to the R&B tunes on the album. Some people, some of the hardcore Roots fans, uh, are a little disappointed with some of the R&B tunes, but um, you're obviously looking for some just crossover success there, yeah? Uh, well, you know, the crossover thing is, you know, it's just, it's, it's just another side of Michael, you know. Right. If people don't want to see that side of Michael, that's just, you know, that's it. <laughs> what can I tell you? <laughs> you know? Well, I believe that you, you're working on a new album now, a new, another album for Heartbeat. Yeah. So uh, what sort of uh, approach will this album have? Um... I could play something for you if you want me to. I love it. All right, hold a minute. Yeah, man, you see, when when you're an artist, you can't please everyone. Right. You know? You can't please all the people all the time. It's been said for a while. Yeah. So you're going to, can you play a little bit of this uh, for us? Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, right away, right away. I know you're gonna love this one, <laughs> trust me. Are you ready? Yes, I. You see, when people must understand that music is music, you know, and music is love, you know? Right. And if one do have love in a them, them never know how to accept music when it come, you know? Right. Yes, I.
Yes, I. Hello? Yes, I. Very, very nice there, Michael. That, yeah. That's a special treat for our listeners down under. That's a real uh, exclusive there from Michael Rose, straight down the phone line. That is sounding very, very nice. Rastafari. Yes. So you, you, yeah, you must oh. be you must must be pretty happy with these new workings, yeah? Oh, yeah. But that's why I'm not sure, you know, so I don't worry about what men and people want to say, you know? Right. Because everyone has their opinion, you know? You yes, can't sir. fight people upon their opinion. Keep, keep working like that. That is fantastic stuff. We'll be looking forward to that one. Yeah, when, I when have is another one to play for you. Okay. The last one. You want to hear it? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, man. So, you know, say, and I like say, we are waste time. We are keep, keep the fire burning, you know? Yes, I. Fire burning very nice. Yeah. All right, listen to this now. Okay. Thank you. 
Yes, very nice. Michael Rose, you got me rocking in the studio over here, I tell you. Really? Yes, I. They've got to move to that one. That's very nice. Even down the phone line, it sounds good. Yeah. So, whereabouts are you recording this one? Um, I'll boat in Miami. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm working with um, Dr. Paul. Okay. And I'm um, with, um, I tell you, this guy. Tell you this guy, um, Paul Carl Peterson. Okay. I don't know if you know him. No, I'm not familiar with him. This track, um, with Bob Marley, the Punky Reggae Party. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Right. Right. right, Cool. So, so what sort of process do you go through when you're recording your songs like this? What sort do you get into a routine when you're recording? Huh? What sort of routine do you get into when you're recording? Uh, How often do you go to the studio and so on? Yeah. What What do you mean? Um, I mean. I don't get you. Well, when when you're writing your songs, um, yeah. how do you how do, do you sit down and just uh, or do you do you sort of get tunes yeah, going I, in your I head? Write, or? Yeah. What do you mean? I sit down and I I make the song. Yeah, I make <laughs> the songs then before I go to the studio. Right, but what, where do you get? Where does your inspiration come from? Do you? Oh well, you see, yo, Mister, now me can't just go to the studio now and make a song. That that's how I am. Right. I could just sit down for ten minutes and and get me a song. Right. You know. Depends on all the vibes. We cannot, we cannot fly up on a plane and we just write 10 songs before the flight finish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know them way there? Yeah. yeah. And just another time, we just, you know, we just not, we not think about music. Right. But I listen a lot. We used to listen to like B.B. King. You know, my listening span is, is wide. Okay. You know? So who would you say has me been... Used to, me used to do like hotel circuit in, in the early times in Jamaica. Okay. I used to run like the the hotels and on the coast in Jamaica, entertain tourists and all these things. Right. Yeah. So, who would you say has been the biggest influence on your singing? Um. Well, Dennis Brown, because when we just start out, no, it kind of sound like Dennis Brown, but then no, true, yeah. Right. Yeah, and Dennis Brown did all the CM producer and them thing, you know, me have to change my sound, so that made me come up now with the sound, now the trademark, the Ning Ning Boy. Yes. You I'll know what I'm saying? And then everybody gets to love it. Yes, we love it here. Well, love I, here. Yes, we love it. All right, just for the Ning Ning Boy, listen to, to this. This uh, one is dedicated to... Uh, This one is called Big Things. Big Things are going to Jamaica. Big All right. Big Things are going. Big Things are going to Jamaica. 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 
Yes, big things are gone. Yeah, you see it. Love it, man. That uh, I think I like that one the most out of all those tunes. That sounds you very nice. It, you see it. Yes. Well, you see, that's how I make music. I, I I make music in such a way that um it caters for different audiences. Right. That's the way I I, I came in the business. I used to do hotel circuit. I I can't avoid it. Right. But this is why I do song like maybe a R&B flavor, and then people would say, oh, you know, Michael shouldn't do this. He shouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> You know. You have to do what you want to do. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I got to say, that voice sounds fantastic on those tunes. Your, your voice has held up really well over the years. Yeah. It's still sounding as good as ever. Hey, listen. This one is called Grandma. Listen to this. Okay. Sam? Yes. Thank you. 
Yeah, very nice. Yeah. So that's a tune for Grandma, hey. Yeah, because you find that no most of the youth, them are this elders. They're dissing their grandmother, you know what I'm saying? They're mm -hmm. dissing their mother and father. So, you know, you need a music now where, yeah, to make everyone know why, if I never have a grandma, because most kids go with their grandmother. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I know I've heard a lot about in Jamaica, the, uh, the grandparents play a huge role in bringing up their kids. That's a nice one to hear. Right. So you see, it's not like I'm not working. While people ripping me down, I'm working. Right. right. It sounds like you're working very hard. So that album must be uh, just about finished, is it? Or you got a bit more yeah, to it's do? Finished. Yeah, it's finished. Um, we, we, we were just um, doing like, you know, those editing. We were just editing today, putting the songs together and everything like that. Cause okay. We mix. We finish everything. Right. This album is coming out for 2000. Okay. Well, I don't think anybody's going to be able to rip that one down, Michael Rose. That sounds very nice. Well, yeah, man. Yeah, this this album is going to storm them, trust me. Yes. Yeah, man. Well, we'll be helping it. We'll be playing that one a lot down under, I can assure you that one. All right. So uh, that, that Waterhouse style you you sing in, um, whenever I think of the Waterhouse style, you're the first name that springs to mind. You know, for, for the well, list... It, you see, it, it is not a Waterhouse um, song, you know. It's just that a lot of people likes it, and then they, they, they becomes attached to it. Right. And then, you know, people try to say it's a Waterhouse song. It's not a Waterhouse song. It's Michael Rose song. Right. So you, you, were the, you were the first person to sing in that style, yeah? Yeah, I was the one who created that song. I, 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 I put it together. Okay. So what do you, do you, do you take it as, um, I mean, that's pretty high flattery that all these other singers try to sing in that style. Oh, well, you know, they idolize the style. You know, this is why a lot of youths try to do it. Right. You know? So for those for those listeners at home, how do you sort of describe what what are the trademarks of your style for the listeners here? What 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 are the trademarks? Yeah, the the tutu twang. Like tutu twang, standing on standing on, and Yes. very nice. That's that's what we want to hear. I love that. Just a taste of Michael Rose over the phone line is very nice. So, uh, big things from you in the future. You, you don't have any plans to tour down under, though, do you? We always. I'm always on tour. Right. Mm -hmm. We'd love to see you here in Australia, I can tell you that. Okay. Well, you know, um, I guess if maybe if you uh, could maybe get me hooked up with some good promoter down there. Yeah, we'd, we'd we, we could come by and, you know... We'd love to Get see that. Good show going. Mm, mm. You know? Well, one of my, um, I think last, uh, I think last year the uh, Michael Rose Party in Session live album that you had out on Heartbeat. For me, that's one of my favorite albums. That's a very underrated album. I think it's fantastic. Right. I think your your live sound is often is obviously very very dynamic. Still, you got a wicked live sound. Mm -hmm. Who are you touring with these days? Touring with? Yeah. So that that last album was with the Sane Band. Are you still with them, or are you? No. Um, it we just um, tour with um, with fully them. Okay. You know fully them, right? Fully forward, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I know the um, of course the other uh, drum and bass team you've you've done a lot with in the past is Sly and Robbie. Um, right. You've, you've had quite a history with them. Yeah. What do you know? Uh, the last album you put out with them would would have been the Ex Uru, is that right? Yeah, yeah. And how was it working with them again? Um. It's, uh, yeah, you see, like, most of the time I'm on the road, you know? 
Right. So it's like um, I'm not really in Jamaica that often because I'm always on the road touring. Okay. And they have they have songs with me, you know. They always they they, they have a lot of songs with me that are on release. Right. Okay. And um, you know, if 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 we were to work together, it's not a problem. Right. Because <laughs> they 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 could call me and says, well, you know. They want to do some songs, and we just do some songs. Right. Well, I would like to hear if they've got more stuff that they've done with you already. I wouldn't mind hearing those. Right. It would be nice to get some of those released. Right. 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 Well, Michael Rose, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us. Do you have any? It's my um, pleasure, man. Don't worry, man. I'm gonna burn a CD specially for you. Uh-huh. If you just keep in touch with um with with Josh. Yes, I. I'm gonna burn you um, the new this one here, the 2000 CD, and let you go and spin it. You yeah, know, that'll, that's that'll you are alone, exclusive. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yes, very nice. We'll play it like crazy, man. All right. So, do you have any um, any final words for your your fans here in Australia? Uh, it's just to tell them, some boy, one love, and you know, we just have to keep our world beautiful, and yeah, talk to our kids and make sure them stop fire the gun, and yeah. Yes, I. Yeah, for the jokes and them things, because yeah, too much stress in the world today. Right. And it's only we, the youths, and the youths that are coming up, can make this place a better place. Yeah. Mm. Seen. Big yes, respect. I. Big respect to the man, Michael Rose. Thank you very much for uh, no, joining us here. Love and keep doing what you're doing, man. And just tell all your fans that I love them, man. Respect. Thank yeah. you. Do Thank I you, man. Jingles for you and for your radio. What's what? What's the digit? Ninety-nine watt. It's what uh, say? It's actually one hundred six point seven. One hundred six point seven. Yep. PBS FM. Uh, one hundred six point seven. Eh. PBS FM. Point seven, right? Yep. CBS. PBS, like public broadcasting service. Oh, TBS. PB P for Peter. Oh, P for Peter. Yep, PBS. And B for boy. That's right. And S as in sister, right? That's right, you got it. And and, uh, and the show's called yeah. Ch- Chant Down Babylon. Chant Down Babylon. That's right, with Jesse I. With Jesse. Jesse I, that's right. Are you ready? Yes, I. Yes, I. Flex, flex, flex. Very nice, Michael. Yes, sir. Do you want to give me one more? Just say, uh, you're listening to Chant Down Babylon with Jesse I. And whatever, right. just one more and that'll be perfect. Yeah. Yo, this is Michael Rose. Yeah, when I'm in town, I listen to Chant Down Babylon every time. 106.7. Don't move your dial. Yeah, Jesse I. Rasta. Yeah. Brilliant. Yes. Well, I love that. That the, the first one came out brilliant as well with the two two twang. Love to hear that. All right. That'll one more fear then. Okay. Right? Wicked. Yeah. Yes, I. Wicked. Said no one come call me ganja bonanza. Oh dang. Nobody come call me cooking cowboy. 
Chant down Babylon. This is Michael Rose, the Grammy Kid. You see it. Jesse I hold tight. 106.7 PBS. Non-stop reggae. Hot! You see it? Oh, murder there. Yeah. Beautiful one, Michael Rose. Hey, if I can do one more, could you sing a quick line from Happiness? It's one of my favorite tunes. Are you ready? Yes, I What I'm longing for is some happiness. Oh, girl. What I'm longing for is some happiness. Happiness is when you share the love with one another. Happiness is when you put it together. You got the youth on the side of the globe. They can't get no time to rest because of all of the distress that the society leaves. Yo, this is Michael Rose, the Grammy kid. Big thing, chant down Babylon every time. Jesse I, big up, 106.7 PBS. Yes, brilliant, Michael Rose. That is fantastic, man. Cool. Absolutely fantastic. Thank, thank you again for uh, speaking to me. This is fantastic. We'll get this on the air and we'll be bigging up your works every time. All right. All right. So, so you cannot make, you know, one-on-one who say, don't be downhearted, yeah, because we are the freedom fighters, yeah? Right. So just hold up and, yeah? Yes, I. Thanks, Michael yeah, Rose. Every time. Hey, um, um, what I can do is, if you'd like, I can send you a copy of my radio show when I play this on air. Would you Would you yeah. like me to send it over to you? Yeah, man. Okay, well, I can grab your address from Josh on, uh, on the email and I'll send it across. All right. That'll be wicked. Good. Thank you very much, Michael. My pleasure. Keep going with the the album. That sounds great, and we'll uh, look forward to hearing that. All right. Okay, thanks again. Bye-bye. Have a nice one. Michael Rose there, speaking to me on phone back in November 1999. Michael Rose did end up touring Australia a couple of times in the decade to follow this. He came out in 2003 with Sly and Robbie, though Robbie actually missed his flight and missed the first show in Melbourne. They ended up doing two shows at the Prince of Wales Band Room in St Kilda. Robbie was there for the second night, but the keyboard player Franklin Bubbler Wall covered all the bass parts as well as the keyboard parts on the first night. He did an absolutely amazing job too, and I've always maintained that first night was the better of the two, without Robbie Shakespeare. Michael Rose was in fine form too, he killed it. I think that one makes my list of the best reggae shows ever in Melbourne for sure. He came out again around 2008, I should remember exactly when it was as I was one of the promoters, but that wasn't such a great show. It was with a selector that time, not a band, and Rose was a bit flat that night in comparison. That's it for this week. If you enjoyed the podcast and want to support it, please check out my page on Patreon. On that note, big shout out to Armageddon Time, Empress Irie, Todd Solomon, John from Champion Sound and Tom Tanuki. I'm going to leave you with a dub plate that Michael Rose recorded for Russ Crucial and I back in 2003 on his first tour of Melbourne. We recorded this at a commercial studio in St Kilda called Scotland Yard, purely because it was close to the hotel and we didn't have access to anywhere else at the time. I remember the engineer, who had never heard of Michael Rose or Black Uru, was absolutely blown away by the power in Michael's voice. He was gobsmacked. I think he enjoyed the session as much as we did. He even ignored his own no-smoking rule and let Michael chain-smoke ciggies the whole time. Thanks for listening. Eyes is every time. Well, it's all about chant down sound. You don't see the saga. Just here, you don't see it large. Rush crucial.
And all the Melbourne people, you don't know, see the saga. Australia, we love you. St. Michael Rose, Pandem Case. So you don't know, chant down sound becomes a Grammy sound. So watch the speech, you don't see it. Chant down sound. Down south, oh yeah. Oh, as I sit under this weeping willow tree, pain and sorrow, I jump on, boy, I go feel. I say, wipe the tears from your eyes. I realize, down down south. Is the champion sound? One free, one free. Holy Mount Zion, I stay free. One free, one free. Every day of my life, I know this sound is the champion sound. Let us chant down the sound. Have them come around with them jump and sound. I say, Bonty, Bonty, Holy Mount Zion, take this dream. Bonty, Bonty, chant, chant down those sound Now you know the time is the turn, sound boy. Run and get yourself some dumpling. Cause you know this sound Play All the latest down play ah. When it comes to killing sound Chant down sound the number one Oh yeah And if I'm white thinking bright Coming at this ya dance tonight Chant down sound Heavyweight a heavyweight Jump and sound you're stringing up late And we don't fight all Cause you done no chance down I feel martial sound Bon free, bon free, like a bird in a tree. Bon free, bon free, chant down, sound is real. Bon free, bon free, holy Mount Zion, I state is free. Bon free, bon free, chant down, sound is real. In every hint and every yard. Jump and sound a holla and ball Chant down sound a play Every night and day The people them love this sound Chant down sound, yeah now Ring ding da da ding ding oi Trashy woi, bunty bunty Holy Mount Zion, state is free you know that bird in the tree, 
Shutdown sound is free now. I play a Babylon round me. I play a Babylon round me. I play a Babylon round me. Dead rose, dead rose. The jump and sound them gonna dead rose. See, see. Shutdown sound. Yes, the number one sound, oh yeah, why?